What's up, people? This is your Not Listening podcast that teaches you how to actively listen to music one song at a time. I'm Sean O'Loughlin. I'm Sean's dad, Jim. Thanks for joining us today. Guess what? It is the new year. Woo 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 woo. We made it. To, we made it to 2021. <laughs> Amazing. Leaving the year behind us. The the long, painful year behind us, and hopefully, Whew. there's nothing but good news in the future. Mostly, I'm sure there there will be some not so good news, but hopefully. We can start looking, things can start looking up and we can look towards the future and just hopefully 2021 will be a better year for everybody. And on that note, we want to start off the year right and do some music that is just kind of feel good, happy music. So that's kind of the idea that we both had going into this. But before we talk about what songs we're doing, I want to remind everybody to rate and review. You're not listening on whatever platform you listen on. Those ratings really help us kind of move up the charts and and help out with the algorithms to help more people find our show. So make sure you do that and subscribe wherever podcasts are podcasts. We are there. Yeah, we're uh, we're lucky enough to be invited into join Pantheon Podcast, which is pantheonpodcast.com, which is basically a collection of uh, all these great music podcasts, uh, kind of exclusive, kind of hard to get into it. So um, we were lucky to be asked to be, put, well, we, we, we applied, they asked us, we had a pretty extensive interview and uh, they asked us to join in and we're now on there too, so it's another way for to get the word out. Um, interesting enough, it seems like we get a lot of our, um, our listeners from other platforms and all, uh, even though it might be a little more visual and, and visible on Facebook and all, um, I think we get a lot of our uh, listeners from all over the world from, uh, from other platforms, so there's just another way for us to kind of share, which is nice. And uh, they have some really interesting music podcasts that, that's a collection on there. It's really kind of cool stuff, so go check them out, pantheonpodcast.com. Yeah, if you're a music junkie, you'll definitely find something yeah. that you like. There's good, all kinds good of good folks, stuff really good folks. And and we have a link to that in our show notes as well. We also have a link to our Patreon page, which we're still working on uh, upgrading. But I'm hoping soon we can start recording video of these uh, these <laughs> in, these talks that we do, and then uh, our patrons will be able to watch the unedited videos of everything that we do so they can see all of our little blip ups and me telling dad to say something this way or, oh or I'll cut something out or whatever. All the bad you get dad the full jokes. raw unedited thing. We're not we're not doing that yet, but that's something that we're going to be doing in the future. So get excited about that. Check out our Patreon page and support us if you if you like the show and you think it's worth a couple bucks a month. Uh, I think that's all we have for housekeeping. Dad joke. If you want, oh, if you do want merch, we do have a, a merch a T Public page on there as well. That's it. So that that's all we have for housekeeping. Uh, I don't have a joke. I've been working all day. I've been fighting with Moodle. For anyone who doesn't know, I, I work in uh, online education in the seafood industry for my regular nine to five, and uh, I've been having a lot of issues with Moodle bugs this week. The, we're recording this during the week in between Christmas and New Year's, so nobody is working except for me, and I've been fighting with an online platform all week, and it's very frustrating. Moodle so I, I, I wasn't able to come up with a joke before this, uh, but we can just skip Skip past it unless you have I, one that's just I burning have one. in I, your soul. I just think it's funny to say the word moodle bugs. That's all. So that's almost moodle bugs. As good as, yeah. <laughs> that moodle, and, yeah. Uh, moodle and, bugs is good. Moodle bugs sounds like a like a a pop band out of the sixties or something. That's right. Band that's or right. something. That's right. Um, moodle bugs. And you also put up a uh, a really interesting post a little while ago. Um, talk about kind of moodle bugs feel of um a song from Bubble Guppies. Oh yeah, <laughs> which was which was awesome. Get up, get him up, get him up, or get outside. I, oh, yeah. It's yeah. So my daughter, my daughter is. So three. maybe that can I, be like somehow brought in with moodle moodle bugs or something. Bubble guppy I, moodle bugs. You know. I have a. Um, it's a great. It's a great uh, show, by the way, for kids. Yeah, I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. So bubble guppies has been on TV lately, uh, and. I, I just hear it in the background and they, they do this go outside song and it's just, it's an absolute jam if you haven't heard it. <laughs> outside, 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 everybody outside. Wait for it. I hope I don't get in trouble for playing that entire song, but every time I hear that, I I can't not like rock out to it. 
It's just it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and actually, I found a dance version of it, type of extended version, um, which which isn't as good because it kind of. Um, it's you got can't a lot tell of what techni- it is. You can't tell. No, it's it got a lot of technical and stuff in the background stuff, and and, and pushes the uh, the intent and the verbal pieces and the and the and the and everything else just kind of to the side. So it's not as good as the original, believe it or not. Although the original is only twenty five seconds long, I think so. Yeah. So maybe yep. we won't get in trouble. Everybody, get up, less- get up, get up. I did technically play less than thirty seconds of that song. Okay. Um, since it's less than 30 seconds long (laughs) i just i i I was sitting there i was doing i think i was just playing around on my phone and my daughter was watching that show and that i heard that and i'm like that's a freaking jam man that is like (laughs) that song bumps like for sure and uh i thought i I was still dj and i would find a way to play that like at the elementary school dances uh, that might be that might be it might be a little (laughs) Little young for elementary school kids, even it's for, it's definitely for like even oh yeah, I'm sure it is, but it's just one of those songs that they're gonna remember. Like whoa, I remember that yeah. from when I was three. Pretty funny. You know, so so uh, yeah, let's get into yeah. it. New year, new us, old music. Um, we're both talking about '90s bands today, except I think your song is pretty new. My mine's song, a new version, new song from a '90s band. Yeah, my mine is from 1991. I'm I'm doing the song "To Be With You" by Mr. Big. It's one of those songs where like I feel like there's like. A, a certain number of songs and a lot of them come out of the 90s where it doesn't really matter what genre of music you usually listen to like you'll be hard pressed to find somebody that doesn't like that song and this is and i think this is one of those songs well it doesn't opinion. certainly doesn't know it well i mean yeah Everyone this one it. this one was number one uh, on the charts for like three weeks straight which is doesn't seem like that many but in retrospect in the 90s with the amount of music that came out in the 90s it, it this song was huge and i guarantee you've heard it if you've listened to the radios anytime right, right. between 1991 and now you've definitely heard it at some point but it's one of those ones where it's just it's good sing along campfire guitar song that everyone can easily sing along to and pick up and, and i think a lot of people just like it cuz it's pleasant to listen to and it's like 3 minutes long so it's very <laughs> it's it's a, a nice simple easy song to start the year off with start working clawing our way out of the 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 covid uh mindset here and try and you know look towards positive future so and what what made you decide to get that to grab that song today i heard it on the radio the other day and it was one of those oh i've heard this song in forever it's so good and then i went back and listened to it again and i was like oh man it's a great song i want to talk about this one so Um, i find that when i'm looking for a song to do i kind of go into my some of my lists and everything and it brings me down this long long road of the old oh i forgot about this song oh this is a good one and i and i'm there for an hour listening to music that i haven't heard in years and years and years yeah yeah i think one good thing to do is like if i'm if i think i want to i'm like okay i think i want to do like a hard rock song this week or i think i want to do a pop song this week i think it's i feel like it's good to go to something like pandora and just put in kind of the genre you want or the decade or something and then flip through a few songs and then you'll have something that like jumps out and surprises you like I haven't heard this in a long time and then you can right, go right. from there. What well, what are you doing? And, and that that actually the song that you're doing reminds me of another one that I know you love that's on my list that I want to do sometime but I'm not going to bring it up. Um I think I know what what it is, yeah. Probably. And it's kind of like one of those oh it's a song that everybody knows, everybody loves, everybody can sing. And everybody doesn't even know why they love it, but it's always around stuff. So this that the Mr. Big song kind of is that same feel for me. Yeah. Yeah. For I'm sure. um I'm doing Hootie and the Blowfish, but I'm not going back to the nineties. Hootie and Blowfish had a reunion tour last year, um, five countries and all over the you know, all over the place and put out an album to support it uh, and all and uh they released a song called Turn It Up. Uh, that was part of it. Um, there was actually a lot of different songs, including a song that they covered, for, an REM song stuff. But this is the one that hit me, uh, mostly because I heard it on a remix. And my, I have a dilemma I want you to help me with that. Um, I, I try to go back and forth between the, the original, which I really like, and the remix. Um, but they're both 2019-ish, two, early 2020. So it's going to be something that's a little more contemporary. And it's and it's not as much boardwalk feel, so I'm trying to get away from the. It is a little summary here. though. It's pretty summary, especially it's the summary. remix. Well, it's summary. It's you know, it feels it feels a little reggae. You know, feels a little something like that. But it's it's a good it's a good vibes feel for the beginning of a, of a new year that we're trying to turn some things around and have some some better feelings for. Nice. Well, before we get into it, I do want to. I didn't say it in the beginning, but we want to say happy new year to everyone. I hope everybody had a safe and pleasant holiday season. 
And I hope you guys are warmer than we are because it's freaking cold in New Hampshire and I'm working in a basement. <laughs> but just wanted to get that You're out there. I didn't get a chance to say that in the beginning. So, yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Let's uh, let's get into it. Let's do your song first. You want to do mine first? Yeah. Well, we did mine. Did we do mine last time? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Actually, I think, I think did. we did your song first last time. So why yeah, don't, why don't we start with... Your, let's do yours first. Get off to a good start. Let's start with Mr. Big. Nice short song. I got a few things I want to point out, but it's nothing crazy. It's just a really pleasant song. So go ahead to the official You're Not Listening podcast playlist on Spotify with a link in the show notes or click one of the other links in our show notes to listen to it on YouTube. Uh, here's a little taste in case you're not sure what the song is. Here's a little taste of it. So come on, baby. Come on over. Let me be the one to show you. I'm the one who wants to be with you. Deep inside, I hope you feel it too. Feel it too. Waited on a light of Alright, so that's it. So go listen to the whole thing. Come back and we'll talk about it. Remember that one? Yeah, I do. That's a good one, isn't it? I do. Yeah. Talk about, okay, double key change. Right, near the end? Best part. We're going to get to that. I want to talk about that. But um, like I said, this is a song. So I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s. Dad, you probably remember. I was there. Um, Yeah, I think I was there. Yeah, you were around for that. And every single night, I didn't use a sound machine. I had the radio playing, which I think is probably how I got, how I learned how to like, as we say, actively listen to music because I would listen to radio, the radio all night, every night. And I started off with 104.5 WXLO, greatest hits of the 70s, 80s, and today. And then, and then I eventually <laughs> changed to- Fitchburg Worcester, right? Fitchburg Worcester, yeah. And then I eventually yeah, changed yeah. to- um, 105.7 WROR, classic hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And now it's 70s, 80s, and 90s, I think. But um, <laughs> this song played all the, it played all the time in when I on WXLO, um, and I would hear it all the time. And, and when I hear it, it brings me back to the 90s uh, and when I was a kid, which is just fun. But it's like it's like the ultimate get drunk and put your arms around each other and just sing and, and feel good. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like a great song for that. Um, I didn't know you were doing that in the. Uh, I wasn't. You were I wasn't. Up, but it's a really. It's just. Elementary it's just such a nice sing along <laughs> song, um, and it's got a. It's got a nice little story behind it. It's like such a nice innocent story. <laughs> I read it on Wikipedia. It said that. Um, I think he wrote it when he was in high school, and um, uh, it's about a man who had his eye on a woman who recently experienced a broken heart. Pretty obvious, from from the lyrics. He said when uh, when he was a sophomore in high school, he was friends with his older sister's friend who was a senior, and she would give him rides to school and tell him about all the boy problems that she had. And he had a huge crush on her, which is just like so classic high school, you know, just the innocent <laughs> crush on his, his sister's friend, uh, but never told her because he knew that a senior would never go out with a sophomore. And he wrote this song about her, which is just adorable in my mind. So wow, kind of kind of nice, you know, it's a little... Um, it's just, uh, it, the, the song just screams that kind of like high school innocence, which is just really, really fun. And I just, I, I love the, the, the easygoing sound of it with the claps in the background. And, and this is pretty different from most stuff you would hear from Mr. Big. Yeah, okay. It's, it's like 80s hair metal that you would normally hear okay. from them i think and so this was okay. a change of direction for them but uh i'm glad they put it on their album because it's well every, every 80s hair metal band always had that they had one, that acoustic unplugged you know, ballad that uh right, yeah and, I, and they definitely kind of give them something they different. definitely did describe this as a um campfire ballad really just just <laughs> really cowboy chord strumming but um a couple things that i want to point out that i just that that stand out to me uh, is actually the chorus itself, and I want to play that chorus again. I played it a little bit in the beginning, but just the the smooth vocals in this at 22 seconds, 30 seconds in. It's exactly 30 seconds in when he hits. Nice harmonies. It's, it's almost like they're spelling it out very slowly 
so that you can pick up on what they're saying so you can sing with along with them. You know what I mean? It almost okay. feels like it's structured right. in a way that they yeah. said, okay, we want you to sing this with us. These are the words. We're going to go nice and slow and you you can try and keep up with us, you know? Here's the first verse so you can sing along the second verse, right? Yeah. Right. And then they do that chorus so straight up that when he does the kind of like embellishment, improvisation stuff that a lot of people do, it it feels yep. so like it, it he can... He doesn't have any problems doing that. It doesn't sound out of place at all because the chorus is so regimented and and tight with the background singer singing it. So, for example, oh. and but I think I think later on in the song it needs that too. It needs some embellishments because it would be boring if they didn't. Yeah, but have it's cool because he does it during the course. He does it in the same places every time, right? So you can still yep. sing along with it. Like you'll hear this every time. And that one little, you know, waited on the line, that is so, like, th- he does that every time and you know exactly what song it is. You know exactly when he's going to do it. Right. He does, he, it's part of the song, even though it sounds like it's a, a kind of improv thing, which is is kind of cool. And he really leans into that near the end after the key, the key change, which is kind of cool. What's, what stood out before I get into more stuff? What what what's, what stands out to you? It, it sounds... It sounds um kind of visceral and, and kind of genuine right from the start. It almost sounds I think genuine is a really right good of, uh good word. Sincere. Just it just yeah, it says it seems um unplanned. I mean I'm thinking again, who who knows, you know, and, and I'm sure there's there's people out there that, that know this, but you know, let's just sit down and kind of warm up our voices maybe around a campfire, but you know, hopefully not inside a studio. Mm-hmm. And the engineer just happened to be rolling kind of situation like you know let's let's just roll tape on this and see what happens kind of thing because it doesn't have a a a clear if any beginning yeah you can hear them talking and laughing in the beginning and they just kind of count off and then there's that bass that bass like dude right Right. yeah right it does have that feel and it 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 almost now if they were going for let's make it sound like it's you know it's unscripted and just kind of raw they did it I almost wonder if it just happened mm. that way. And they hear, heard at the end of the old, whoa, this is a pretty good song. Like, we should release this. Yeah, like if they were doing because it, it and then sound he's like in the vocal that... booth, like pouring his heart out, and they were like, holy crap, dude, I didn't know you had that yeah. in you, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also good to, to you know, again, the, the 80s hair bands things and 90s hair band, um, that there was talent. I mean, the, oh, obviously, yeah. the, the the voices and, and the harmonies and all, um, they all work. It just I, I like the rawness of it, I guess. I have to say I don't love the song. I mean, when you were playing, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um all the years DJ and everything, I I guarantee I never whipped. There's this nothing one out. outstanding you know, never about it. it. That's true. Well, well. You but know, it's um, a pleasant listen. I don't love it. I I like other ones that are similar. Um, and yeah, I I know we, you know we, we already talked about it and everything. I don't know if you want me to mention here or not. If you want to, yeah, wait you for can. Another. That's fine. Yeah, I was thinking all of you know all for you by Sister Hazel. Mm-hmm. You know, which feels similar, but I think is a much better song. You know, and as that chorus that everyone wants to sing along to. Right. You know what this uh, one reminds me of more than that, though. For some reason, I don't know why, and it may be because I. I think I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Well, what what do you think? Extreme. No. Oh no, that's um, good too. That's actually on my list. Yeah. Uh, more more huh? than words by Extreme. Yes, that's a good more comparison. Than words, yeah. I yeah. I this song I think of in the same vein as um shoot what is it in your eyes in your eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. Peter Gabriel, yeah. In sorry, your eyes, Peter um, Gabriel. Yeah, Peter Gabriel. Same kind of vibe to me as in your eyes. Uh, I don't know oh. why. I th- see. For me, that's they're they're miles apart. I think I, it's in your I eyes. Think is it's so classic, such a great song. And this one is kind of like. Eh, well, like, I think it's the same thing. When I was a kid and listening to the radio all night, I think I would hear this song. I would hear that song. I would hear a lot of the same okay. types of songs. And so they all kind of get categorized. So you lump them together because they, of the they memories. They kind of get maybe. categorized yeah. in the yeah. same like place for me. And I think that's why. But I, I feel like when I hear this song, I, I'm in the same headspace as when I hear that song. And to me, they're very close. So I don't know. Gotcha. It's interesting. Okay. It's really interesting. Okay. But they're both kind of slow, good sing-along just, songs. So Just kind of rattling those memories. Yeah. For yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I wanted to play it. No, I like it. I think... I mean, I think it's good. I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, I, the the imagery of sitting around a campfire, 
you know um i mean i i just thought you know like your arms up in the air back and forth singing mm-hmm. the, the chorus stuff okay yeah that, yeah it's fine um i don't know if i if if it was on my my playlist if i'd skip it or listen to it you know just like yeah it's okay for me it does it doesn't do it as much for me because it, it's lumped in with a lot of other things it doesn't kind of conjure up those memories for me which obviously it would for you because it's a whole different time area and time era and you know and youth growing up and and lying in your bed trying to get to sleep and me yelling at you go to bed because you have you know you have an ap test tomorrow i feel like <laughs> i feel like this is a song that would be a lot more enjoyable if you participated in it and if that means someone's playing it live oh, and okay. you're singing along in the crowd yeah. or if you're mm-hmm. you know jamming with a group of people and and you're strumming along and and singing along with it i feel like it's a really fun song to be a part of you know to participate in so like if you're playing it in your uh, okay. car you're, it's you're probably gotcha. gonna yep. you're probably gonna want to be in a position where you can just like sing it at the top of your lungs while it's in your car while it's playing in your car right <laughs> right 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 with your buddies <laughs> so i just want to point out uh, i, I want to highlight a couple more things i just have two more things and one, one is the really intricate acoustic guitar solo that's actually in it and it just kind of goes yes. along with the melody of it but there's some really intricate guitar work in it. and i just want to play the kind of tail end of it so you can get an idea for the nimbleness of this guy's fingers which which makes perfect sense because if they're playing hair metal i mean their fingers are gonna be like freaking sonic the hedgehog right <laughs> So he's doing things on an acoustic guitar that you would normally hear on like a wailing electric guitar. He's, electric. he's hitting harmonics and he's hitting some right, nodes and, right. and he's doing some really fast fingers um, that you would hear in either metal solos, you know, like that, or actually even more like classical flamenco guitar. There's a lot of that kind of like really quick hammer-ons and pull-offs that he's doing in there, which is interesting because it's on such a right, right. Okay. such a bright-sounding acoustic guitar. You know, in the Christmas episode, we talked about using certain types of strings to get that really light sounding ringing sound out of your acoustic guitar and it sounds like he's got a similar thing going on with this which i just think it's interesting that that it, sounds like the technique of someone who would be shredding but it's on an acoustic guitar in a slow kind of ballad <laughs> so and, and and just confirms that that imagery of sitting around the campfire you know with someone with a he, and he's got the acoustic guitar right. and he's just going to town on it you know in between right the, but in it between fits so well within the song yeah. you, you, mm-hmm. when you describe it like that it doesn't sound like it would work but but it does no it does i i think it that's one of the things if you ask me what my favorite part of the song and that might be one of my favorite parts is it's such a nice sounding easy solo that and then and then when it kicks up the you know the two different octaves near the end of it too yeah let's talk about the key change that's absolute best part in this song everyone that listens to the show knows that i'm a sucker for musical stops but i'm also (laughs) a sucker for a really really good key change and obviously the gold standard for key changes is um living on a prayer Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Uh, that key change is obviously the gold standard for rock and roll key changes, but <laughs> this is a really killer key change because he does a stop right before it and it he lets it linger just long enough. It's not too long. I feel like a lot of people, especially doing it live, would let this pause linger for too long. He does it just long enough and then they go right into the key change and they nail it with every note every note that they're yep. singing every harmony is like they don't have to find it they just they go right, they, the they hit too, it right. right off the bat which is again that does that seem like it's just that's genuine that it was unscripted know. probably not that they were just sitting around the studio before they're getting ready to go you know you i think, think they you probably think played it and then they were like all right let's and, lay this down but we need to do a key change right here and it's going to be awesome watch me watch yeah, me we're yeah, all going to hit be, it at the yeah. same time you know like one of those i mean this is just good musicianship <laughs> when you hear it let's let i just and then they do another yes. one they they go up one more key i'm not going to play another that one, because right. it's, That's you know, i don't want to play too much but um if you listen to it you'll definitely hear they go right back into a, another key afterwards after doing one round of the chorus so um but we got to we got to listen to this key change again Come on over, let me be the one to show you It's yeah, there's no way, no, but he right waits it, just right. the right amount of time, right? And um, that's that's good music writing in my book, or or good engineering, good producing, because they might have waited that's and true. they might have cut that. But I mean, the fact that they're able to hit, everyone's able to hit that note right away together is um, it's not right. easy to 
do. If you're a musician, <laughs> you know that's not easy to do, especially when you have a group of people. And I think their band is fairly big. I think there's, you know, at least five guys in it, maybe six, probably a couple guitarists, bass, drums. So, yeah. yeah. Just that's one of those moments where you could listen to the whole song just for that moment. You know, we've talked about that <laughs> before. I have to say, I haven't heard that in such a long time that I forgot about that. So when I heard that, that was a nice surprise near the end. And I just found myself saying, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that now. And then when it went up one more time to the next octave, like, oh, yeah, yeah, it okay. goes up. It goes up. It's it not ends, an octave, but it, it goes quick. up to another uh, another key, but they're singing lower notes. Oh, the key so they're really mixing it up. It's really. Yes. They, you know, it, it's almost like yeah, they couldn't quite get those notes if they went up to the next key, so they went yeah, down we, an octave. All right, we'll kick it. We'll kick it. Yeah, we'll kick it down an octave. Exactly, um, but it works really well. It's, uh, and I don't know if it goes back to yeah. the original key or if it goes up to a separate. I, I haven't looked at the the music close right. enough to to figure that out, but I just, yeah, it's, it's a nice song that I like, and it's a nice listen and really fun to sing along with, and it's pleasant. And I thought it would be a good way to ease in to 2021 with kind of a feel good sing along 2021 needs to be pleasant <laughs> it yep. needs to be pleasant and we're not going to do all some pleasantry you know unplugged rock ballads this year <laughs> we're going to do some fun <laughs> fun stuff too some heavy stuff some rap stuff maybe some classical <laughs> stuff we're going to really mix it up this year but i thought this would be a, yep. a good way to for us to transition into a more positive mind frame moving forward in this coming year so that's all I have. The other thing mm-hmm. that I was going to maybe play, but I don't think I need to play it is the end when he just hits the high note after everything ends. I think that's kind of fun. That was probably unscripted, <laughs> but I'm glad they kept it in there. Um, favorite part? The key change. Key Has change to be at the, the end. Change. The stop and the key yep. change. The stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured. And who can you see uh, covering it? Oh, you know what? I forgot that we asked that question. Um, I haven't really thought about I it. I can answer that for you. The guys from Extreme. Extreme, yeah. <laughs> Extreme would be like, oh, that's a nice song. Let me play this better yeah, than you. Yeah. Let me do this. Yeah. Let me, let me... Or we, we used it. We have done that in, in concert. I'm sure they <laughs> have. I really, yeah. I'm really actually excited to talk about that Extreme song because me and you were able to experience that live and it was a very, very big surprise for me. But I'm sure we'll talk about that. I have to say when we saw that show, when they were there, not only surprised, but that was a moment yeah. in the entire Boston Garden. Um, and they, along with Carol King, stole the show from other bands that shouldn't have let it gotten stolen. Yes. Okay, context. So after <laughs> after the um, Boston Marathon bombing back in 2013, was it? I want to say 13. 11? Uh, Is it? Okay. The poster's hanging up in my bedroom, not down here. So <laughs> um, we went, they, they held a, a concert called Boston Strong and it had all artists that either were from Boston or I guess just really loved Boston and wanted to be a part of the show. And so we were talking we we're, were talking Aerosmith was there and Jimmy Buffett was James there. James Taylor Buffett. James Taylor. Buffett boys boys to boys men. Boys to men, that's uh, right. They were there. There's a country singer there that I went uh, to the bathroom during cuz I don't I didn't really <laughs> like him. But like some really big names and the people who stole the show were of course Carol King because she's she's legend. Jay Giles band killed it yep. and yep. extreme like stole the yep. show like yep. like incredible. But um, mostly with that that song with that song, it's one of those like religious moments. It was has really everyone cool. singing every word to every note to every chorus in that entire song. And they could and have been they could have been moment. playing the track over the speakers. I mean, it was perfect the way they played it. Yeah. Um. Yep. But. We can talk about that in another episode because that's a that's a powerful song. So um, we can talk about that. But yeah, yeah, it's in, definitely in the same vein as this one, and um, they could yeah they could they could crush it more than words. Yep, yep. That's all. I there you go. Nice. That's that's mine. Nice. What's up, people? Sorry for the interruption, but I just want to take a quick minute and talk to some people who listen to the show, listen to other podcasts, and think hey, maybe I'd like to do that. Maybe I want to start my own podcast. I always encourage people to start podcasts because it's 2021 now. And if you have something to say, there's no reason not to say it. So Harmon and AKG were nice enough to send us their AKG Podcaster Essentials Kit. And 
this isn't a sponsor. They don't sponsor the show or anything. They sent us this kit and I was really surprised by this microphone for the price that it's at. It's a USB microphone, plugs directly into your computer and it's cool. It's called the AKG Lyra microphone. It's got a super cool retro look and it's cool because you can talk to the front of it. You can have someone on either side of it, talk to the front and the back. You can have people around it. It has a stereo sound and you can choose where you want that signal to be coming from, which is really cool. And, um, you know, for the price, it's a really great kit. It also comes with noise canceling headphones that just have a great sound and a bunch of different cables of different lengths and a carrying case. So it really has everything that you need to have a podcast ready to go anywhere. And, you know, like I said, it's not a sponsor. I'm not obligated to, you know, make sales or anything. I just was surprised. I was really happy that they sent this to us and I'm proud to add it to my arsenal of microphones that I have here. Um, So again, if you're thinking about starting a podcast and you don't know too much about the equipment and you're a little nervous about the technical aspect of it, this is a really easy way to get started. I'll have a link to this kit if you want to take a look at it uh, in the show notes. But just a couple things I will say, this is a condenser microphone, so it's going to pick up a lot of stuff. So if you don't have a good dedicated recording space that has some sound treatment or, you know, you don't feel like recording in your coat closet where you have a lot of stuff that can deaden the sound. It is going to get some extra noise in there. So just be aware of that. It's a little bit noisy if you don't have good sound treatment. But like I said, great starter microphone for anyone who wants to start a podcast. Check it out. Check out the link in the show notes. Thank you again, Harmon, for sending it along. I'm sorry that this this sounds kind of sponsory, addy, but um, you know, I really wanted to give them a shout out because uh, it was pretty cool that they sent us this, and I think I really do think that it's a good tool for anyone who wants to start out. So that's it. Back to the show. Thanks, guys. Ready? Yeah. Hootie and Blowfish. Now you know I'm a big Hootie fan. Um, I just like Darius Rucka's amazing voice. Super and cool I have voice. To sit- I have to say that he's brought me um, into listening to more country music since he's made the jump into doing. There's a really now. funny skit from Key and Peele, and it's oh, called really? it's called uh, <laughs> probably every Darius Rucker concert, and it's like him up on stage trying to play his songs, and it's just people in the crowd, and they're like Hootie, <laughs> and they're like play right. play right. only want to be with you. He's like I don't play those songs here. He's like, that's another band. That's like, yeah. my name's yeah. not Hootie. And it's like the the whole skit is like him starting to play a song and then people just yelling at him to play Hootie and the Blowfish song. It, it's yeah. it's hysterical. I can see that. I and it's like, that. this is what every Darius Rucker concert must be like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they they did a, uh, a Hootie and the Blowfish reunion tour um, a year ago and had a, uh, an album out that they were supporting at the same time and all. So uh I picked a song from that album, and it's interesting, and, and I, I'm i a little, there's a quandary in this, because I, I want to, um, I found it via a, a really good remix that happened to come across my um, my Spotify uh, when I was listening to it, and it made me kind of go back and find the original, and I don't know if I like one versus the other, so I want to see if I can get your opinion on both. It's a remix from... Uh, the, the guy DJ Walshy Fire, who's part of um, uh, Major Laser, there's him and oh, okay, that's that okay, up. yeah, it does have that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's it, uh, it's got a new vibe. I mean, the, the song itself is 2019, so it's not old. It's not like it's a 90s song that they remade. So it's it's a uh, but it's a cool song, and it's a little bit of uh, NPR called. Well, we'll talk about it later on, but um, it, it's got a little bit of. Um, political kind of feel to it but i don't like it because of that i like it just because of the vibe and um and again um 2021 something light something that you can just kind of put on and, and kind of bop your head to and, and hopefully walk into the year with with a little more positivity so turn it up and you can listen to either um i would suggest listening to um the remix first and then let's go back and listen to the original and then kind of see which one you like better all right well here's a preview of the original version Alright, so that's it. Click the link in the show notes for either the YouTube video or the Spotify playlist. Listen to the whole track, come back and then we'll talk about it. Cool. The end of that sounds like uh like a sixties TV show intro or something. <laughs> <laughs> the horns at the end there. 
Yeah, yeah. Or like a um, like a seventies like midnight special intro or something. Can can you indulge me? You have time to listen to the uh, remix and then we can make a decision. Sure. Okay. Because you're gonna like it better. <laughs> you're right. It does sound like a seventies. You heard it that time, right? Like the midnight special. You're right. It does sound like a little. You're right. <laughs> That's, as soon as I heard that, I just I was like, "Oh my god, that's funny." <laughs> what do you, What do you think? See what I mean? Like, uh, I, think I think I like the, the remix much better. I like I like the remix because it sounds makes it sound like a reggae song. Yeah, yeah. And I love Deep reggae. Bass, yeah, but the pop, yeah. the the chorus is is kind of bland in it. Like, it's a lot kind more powerful. It's a lot yes. more powerful in the original version because they got some big cymbal crashes uh, yep. when he says "turn it up," um, and it's just like a, it's a much more powerful chorus. And this right. the re- the remix, you almost can't tell what's the it chorus. Gets, it and gets lost. Yeah, yeah, it does yep. kind of get lost. Yep. That, but that's the thing it, with reggae is there's not really big moments in reggae. It kind of just is is steady throughout slows. most of the song. So yeah, yeah. so I guess yep. it makes sense that they would well, do it that and way. also you know you also lose the uh, the background singers you know in the remix. Till the end, I think he, they throw him back in and stuff, but um, it just doesn't have that that same kind of feel. But it it just I like the deeper bass and and the reggae feel a little. Yeah, I the mean, bass I like is way songs. better. Yeah, in the remix. Yeah. yeah. But I did make um, a note of the in the original version, the bass is very subdued. He'll play a couple notes and then he'll go silent for yeah, you know, three or four bars before he comes in and plays a couple more notes. So it's uh, yep. The 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 remix um, highlights the music the original highlights his vocal i think yeah Does that sound correct yeah and i see what you mean about a protest song i mean the very yeah. first line yeah. you're like oh i know who he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> right right well that that was npr that actually npr said um on fresh air that it was a warm contrast to the harshness of a country that's tense and divided right now alluding to the current situation uh, in a mild protest song, which serves as a reminder that Hootie and the Blowfish were always a little more aware of things than they were given credit for. Yeah. You know? They weren't really um, in your face like Rage Against the Machine with no, that stuff. No, <laughs> no. And you know what? This was a no, This was released in November of 2019. So really, technically, it's before the pandemic Uh-oh. hit. Right. So what are they protesting? Is it more the Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff? So it was interesting, but like you can kind of equate it to 2020 with you know since march when we've all had to be inside and we can't go outside the kids can't go outside and everything else but i think it was actually geared a little more towards something earlier than that it sounds but like he's protesting the fact that you can't protest without being basically yeah labeled a, a criminal <laughs> at this yeah. point you yeah. know Sounds like that's more. It's more a commentary but, on how protests are. But where we're all coming from, which is the bigger picture of, isn't it going to be great when you can have live music again, when we can all get together and sing songs, you know, in in a large venue. I mean, that's kind of where it takes me. Yeah, God, someday. Yeah, but just it. I I just I like the vibe of it too. You know, it's one of those I was listening to it is um in the background when I was working at the office at the college. It's like. Oh, what is this? And all of a sudden, it just kind of grabbed me, and I, I think I replayed it fifteen times, just kind of like I like this because. And then I'm thinking, all right, is this a remake of a Hootie song back from the '90s? Where is this coming from and stuff? And come to find out, it's from the new album that was uh, that was just released. So uh, that was it, a pleasant surprise. It definitely fits within that trend in country music. There's a couple trends going on in country music right now, and one is the the hip hop trend where it's kind of a, a splice between rap and hip-hop and country music uh that's mm-hmm. not this one um but you're hearing a lot of that kind of feel on the country stations my wife listens to a lot of country music that's the only reason i'm picking up on this yeah. stuff <laughs> but then the well, other one that's and- been going on for a really long time is kind of this like country island music mix where Can it's like me? country singers talking about basically going on vacation <laughs> to like Zach, Zach Brown and, and Kenny Chesney. Zach yeah. Brown, Kenny Chesney, Jimmy Buffett's obviously been doing it for, for decades, yeah. but, um, yeah. but that is like, that's definitely a, you know, when they, these country artists are singing about sipping margaritas on the beach, that kind of stuff. It, <laughs> this fits very comfortably in with that yeah. feel. Yeah. I um, can see that. Can and see even that. more so in the remix when it's kind of regified. 
Um, yeah, that's the, it, it definitely yeah, fits a, in that really, really closely. That, so I'm surprised it's not a bigger hit. Maybe it is. I don't, I don't listen to enough country stations. But. Me too. And I don't know why. And I don't know. I guess I don't know where it would be a hit because it wouldn't be on the yeah, country. It's kind of a niche sound. Right. Right. He doesn't right. talk. He doesn't use the phrase back of my truck or back of that truck. He doesn't talk about right. whiskey. <laughs> so I don't know if it would ever get any airplay on the country stations, to be honest. Right. Because well, I the think, country people I are going to feel like he probably sold out. Hey, you sound like a '90s band. Like that's who I was. Yeah. You know. So he goes to the country, uh, goes and starts playing country songs. They're going to boom because they think he sounds too much like Hootie again. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> going the other way. Hootie. You know. Hootie. I'm not. My name's Hootie. not Hootie. He he dug his own grave with that long time ago. He did. By calling he his did. Band, his band that. <laughs> he should have um, had the foresight for that. But, but you know what? The um, the interesting thing is that made me think of this was something you said over Christmas um, about Nat King Cole. Believe it or not, and you know there the people out there listening like, how's he going to tie in Nat King Cole with Hootie and Blowfish? The quality and 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 the tone of his voice clarity is just yeah. amazing. When you hear when you hear how um how Darius Rucker uh, approaches the song you know and the clarity in his voice and 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 the the ease of which he sings it, it comes back to you know you know the same thing that you said about Nat King Cole that his voice is just amazing and I was thinking okay well maybe it's time like it's after Christmas it's time to kind of pull out because it's on my list a Nat King Cole song um but not a Christmas one and just to kind of kind of amplify that thought of um, the strength of his voice and, and how um, it was so soothing just to listen to Nat King Cole. And I'm thinking, okay, something more contemporary kind of brought me to, to Darius Rucker. Maybe Darius Rucker so should a, cover was a, a Nat King there. Cole Christmas song. Oh, wait. Hey. He did. Oh, no, it's that too bad <laughs> that we are out of the Christmas music zone and we are no longer allowed to listen to Christmas music until after next Thanksgiving dinner. But yeah, that's, that's okay. right. That's right. That's right. Because that's your rule. That's my I'm rule. And it's, watching. That's the rule. <laughs> Mom is still watching her Christmas shows on uh, the Hallmark Channel uh, as we yuck. speak. No, Guarantee it, so. nope. no, but it, but you know what? It, that's what made me think of him initially, and then uh, I remembered how much I really liked this song. And and again, you know, one of the things on on this podcast that that I always try to bring to the table is I know that you bring like you know l- listen to songs in a different way that you might be missing something. I also try to think of the old hey, don't forget about this song. Add it add it to your playlist because it might be one that you did miss. Or that was on it years ago that you want to kind of add back in, and this is one I think that um, can easily be be kind of passed over and people miss. And and I've listened to some of the other songs on the new Hootie and the Blowfish album, and there's some other really good ones on there, and and some really talented. They teamed up with a lot of talented musicians uh, and all. Uh, Cheryl Crow's on there, and a bunch of other people. The, the problem with um, when this happens, when bands that were really big, you know, twenty years ago yep. or so, and then they they get together again and come out with new stuff, is people. I feel like a lot of people will just refuse to listen to it because they just like I don't care. I I it, I only listen to the old stuff because it's cool. I'm I'm yeah, or too I don't listen. I'm too cool to listen to new stuff, you know. And yeah. uh, I, or I don't listen to him because now he went country, you know. Right, right. And my my <laughs> prime example who- of that is 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 Green Day. I always go back to Green Day with that. There are people who think that it's quote uncool to listen to the their new stuff because oh I I grew up listening to them so I only listen to the old stuff and I think Hootie and the Blowfish yeah. Bare Naked Ladies if they came out with a new album too I think people just yeah. wouldn't even yeah. bother listening to it cuz they'd be like well it's not you know it, it's not one week and it's not if I had a million dollars so why would I even bother listening to it right. <laughs> you know and I think right. that I think right. that is probably why you don't hear this song or other songs from that album much because I think people just don't really give it the time well, of day because they're like, well, they were popular back then. They're not really popular now, so we don't really need to try. Well, well, two things. One, that's one of the reasons, that, as we've said on most every podcast, that, that you want to start this, to have these kind of conversations because of, of those kind of situations that people find themselves in. And I wonder how many people don't even know that there's a new album out by Hootie yeah, and Blowfish. I didn't. <laughs> I never heard anything yeah, about right. it. But you know that they put their heart and soul into it um, and it's something that they care about so it's worth giving them the listen mm-hmm. just as, as a as oh. respect kind of thing especially if it's a band that you liked in the past as well. Um, I feel like I Darius Rucker song, is one of those guys that I'd love to hear him like read an audio book. Yeah. <laughs> he just has a I just a love nice his voice. voice. Yeah. Um, one of the things that that, um, that I kind of got into over this past year I, I think I told you about this was the Daryl Hall um, uh, sessions that he's done. Yeah. Um, it is at his, you know, at his house, whatever, and the Dan Rather 
interviews of Dan Rather, who's like, you know, in his high 80s, interviewing, you know, all kinds of contemporary and, and, and famous musicians um, on Access TV, too, which is really interesting. And he, he goes, he, 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 he and has some great, great interviews that he's not afraid to ask hard questions. He listens. They put themselves out there. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's he's he listening. Knows he is listening. Yes, he doesn't need. And this he knows show. the music. <laughs> he's he's no he he. It it's it's almost really apparent that he's a music guy as much as as a broadcast journalist. You know, um, and I saw Hootie on both shows on Daryl's House and on on in, in an interview with uh, Dan uh, Dan Rather, and he's exactly how you would think. Um, very um, thoughtful. Very. Um, intentional in his answers, uh, very intelligent, um, had a clear vision of, of what he's doing, but also what he's done in the past and where he's going to go and all. And just, uh, it's, it's got to me to the point where I, I could almost listen and I'm, you know me, I'm not a country guy. Um, but I could almost listen to anything Darius Rutka's in, in catalog and, and like it. Um, I find myself listening to Wagon Wheel, which again, I know that's a song that kind of sits in your craw because of a, a long week on the, uh, the Saco <laughs> River with all your buddies one time. That, that was the only song they played oh, nonstop. That song, for, I, yeah, but you know that, that song is grown Rutt on me. Darius doing it is unbelievable. We, I know. We played music at, uh, at a work function a couple years okay. ago, and uh, I had to sing that song, and so I had to learn it, and it grew on me quite a bit. But yeah. I wouldn't really ever choose to listen to it. But I won't be as listen I'm not as by, quick to <laughs> get rid of it. Me either. I and I didn't love it. Um, I mean, I saw um, a, a really good show um, that that featured old old time old Crow Medicine. You know, and, uh, oh, and yeah, and yeah. It was, it was interesting to see it. Old but, Crow um, Medicine show. He, That's they're a great band. Yeah, but hearing it done by um, by Darius Rutka has brought it to another level for me. And again. He could re- recite, you know, the the ABCs. I'm thinking, oh, he's done a really good job because it's because I think he's <laughs> such a pleasant and such a great voice. Um, well, and you had, hearing you... him do, and I have and I have his song, Wagon Wheel, by Darius Ruck, and and also I think part of it was because I I heard an interview saying, you know, how he kind of came to it, and he was kind of amazed to hear the song. It's like, oh my god, I'd love to do this song. He was like crazy enthusiastic about it. It was really kind of neat to see. Like the real enthusiasm, then he he covered it. It's like okay, let me give it a listen, and then I have that on my 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 podcast, my um Spotify, uh, my my lists, my my I, uh, uh and and I'll regularly play that, and and mom will come out and is like, you're playing country music, it's like yeah, but I kind of like this one, you know. So it's okay uh, to like some country songs. It's okay. It is. It is. It is. Let yourself. Well, you know, I've come along with like Marin Morris and a few other things. I've 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 grown. I'm trying to I'm trying to expand. So you you had me. You gave me a couple timestamps of play, of stuff you wanted to to revisit. So yep, uh, right after the the, uh, the first verse when um, he's when on uh, the original when the, the background singers are, are there in the background. I love that, and it's missing. In, that's missing in the remix. So uh, that's another that's thing Cheryl, that makes I it think sound that's like Cheryl a, Crow. That's another thing that makes it sound like a Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah, yeah, true. It gives that islandy true. kind of feel to it. Those those yep. background, uh, the 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 female background vocals in the. Yep. They really add that that kind of islandy vibe to it. And I think that's Cheryl Crow and others singing that as well. Oh, really? Which is kind of cool. Yeah, oh, that and is cool. If you if you think of Cheryl Crow and you listen to it, it's like yeah, that is Cheryl Crow because you can <laughs> kind of hear. I don't know visually or whatever, but I hear her singing that. Um, so I, I thought that was just kind of interesting that I liked it in in the original and it was missing in the in the remix. Now they put some of the background stuff at the tail end of, of the remix stuff, but I think it's it's not as as good. See, I know? think so I like the original the version that, better than the remix. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting because it does it rings very differently. You know, it rings very differently. But um, the my favorite part of uh, of it is is the line. Um, all the people gathered around him, and he called um, out a song, and then everybody, you know, sings along, kind of thing. So that that I think it's going into, or at the tail end of the second verse, going into um, the the, the uh, chorus again, and it just seems it sounds anthem why anthem like to me, kind of thing. Anthemic. Anthemic. Is that a word? Anthemic. Anthemic. Um, I think is is the is the term. I've heard that the word, word okay. used before. Okay. All right. I'll, I will I will go with that. I trust your judgment on that one. 
I I've heard then, uh, certain band. I was I was watching a, a a not an interview, but it was like a Instagram live conversation between two of my favorite artists. It was it was an, an amazing moment for me. But one of them described the other's music as constantly being anthemic, and was wondering how they can actually write enough music that sounds like that because that's kind of what everybody goes for so when you're playing stuff live it has that that feel to it so it's interesting yep so i like that i think that's one of my favorite parts and then at the end you know um there's a little bit of the embellishments i can't remember if it's on the uh, remix of the original oh 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 you know kind of thing Oh, 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 you know, just, I just think it, it I, I like that it gets big at the end. Um, yeah, the bridge, and, the bridge really kind of took me out of it, um, which is. I didn't like that. I don't think, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know why that, that is, felt like that was needed. That is one thing about the remix that I enjoyed more. Um, yes. I thought right. the bridge in uh, the original version really kind of takes you out of it here. Let's just real, real quick. I don't get it. It's too different. It's too. It takes you out of it, and you you don't really get yeah. that as it, it's much more subtle in the remix. And it, it, I I don't really love the bridge in it because uh, the I, chorus I is so up, it's so upbeat and it's got such a bright yep. sound, and then it just goes into. I don't this, understand why it was why it was put in there or why why anyone allowed it to stay in there. Yeah, you know, during the production again. I'm you know. I'm glad you agree we, with me know, on that. I'm glad that's not just me yeah. nit- nitpicking because um, no, that, no, that no, as soon no, as I heard that, I was like, wait a minute, what what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously it and works. It's it works long. musically, like when you're looking at the theory, you those are the chords you're going to hit if you want like a minor bridge. But that just that, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, and it doesn't last too long, which makes it not as annoying. So it kind of goes back into it. But to, which which begs the question for me of the why do you have it in there? I don't think it's needed. Well, it wasn't like the song. But the other thing is, if, if it's not there, is it interesting enough? Because it yeah. is. It is one thing where the verses all are very tight similar the chorus yeah. the chorus is um you know there's not too much different in the chorus so like yeah they probably felt like they needed to throw something in there to um, give it a little more flavor to just m- make it a little bit more interesting what i would have done is put a like a coda in there like a lot of times you'll see with dave matthews uh in between verses and chorus he'll he'll do a little like half bar like a like a two bar little fill um, before he goes Instru- into the next part, yeah, yeah, like do 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 do, and then goes into like like it's it's a coda, so it's like a it's like two two or three, two or four bars that are thrown in that are not that don't really fit in with the rhythm, right? Um, right. And then you go back into it, so like something like that would probably would have probably been enough to make it interesting enough without having to add that kind of minor keyed bridge, yeah. which is it's just it just yeah. s- takes away from the. The kind of driving it, feel it, of it, and it's it's funny because when I heard that, it's not that I didn't like and hate didn't like it or hated it. I almost just didn't understand it more. You know, the old wait, I don't understand why it's here, right? And then it was gone. The, the, so the minute they that I found myself kind of questioning, like, and it could have been wait a minute here. It could have been gone. He wrote those lyrics, and he's like, I really like these, but I can't figure out how to get these lyrics in here because they don't fit with the rhythm. So maybe we'll just have to write like a a a bridge that I that. I can sing this into, and then it it, right, it may have right. been a little bit forced in there, just be, right. because the the lyrics were more important to him, or something like that. And that that's yeah, what I what I see. I would have yeah. put in I would have put in a, a a couple extra bars and and a little musical fill, but yeah, well, fo- found another verse maybe. Yeah, and I'm Something sure we'll like do. That, but, yeah. I'm sure we'll do a Dave Matthews song in the future. I I I'll try to remember to point something like that out. Uh, in okay. when we cover that, so maybe we'll have Sully on have to talk of, about a Dave Matthews song because he is our resident. Yeah, I have a lot of Dave I, Matthews. Expert, I have a lot so. of Dave. Oh, really? He is okay. Yeah, all right. I have a lot of Dave on my podcast list too. But but yeah, let's get him in because he's uh, he's an expert. Yeah. So, but um, what else? Anything else about this song? No, just just liked it. And again, walking into a new year of something upbeat and positive. Um, I was, you know, I had a couple in mind, but uh, what brought me to that was Nat King Cole slash Darius Rutka slash. It's funny you know, that Nat King Cole would bring you game. to this song. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it would bring me to his the clarity and and the quality of such a good voice mm. that wasn't just Christmassy, but it was something that I, I think that uh, that it was. I mean, I, it might be a little stretch for for some people, but for me, it's not because it's just the, the quality of and the tone of of the delivery of of the songs in uh, in their voices. Mm. Cool. So, so, favorite part. Yeah. That line that, you know, all the people gathered together, you know, gather around him, um, that walks you into the, into the, uh, the big finish, the last, the last chorus. I love that part. You know, it just seems, uh, anthemic to use your word mm. and just, just fun. Just really good. Anthemic, like an anthem in being rousing or uplifting. Adjective. <laughs> there you go. Who can you see? Who, who, who do you think you'd like to hear cover this song? Living or dead? Besides Nat King Cole. That Kenny would be funny. Um, Kenny Chesney, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say Buffett. I feel like yeah. it, it needs no, to be within it's that. too predictable. It, but I feel like it needs to be within that genre. I mean, Toby uh, Keith. <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't want to countrify it more up. I'd almost rather, you know, Bob Molly it up, maybe, you know? Probably a little more of that kind of feel. Mad Caddies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> OAR, maybe. I don't know. You know, maybe Mark from OAR, you know? Maybe Dave. Just with that, you know, yeah, Dave Matthew, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I can see a concert where, um, you know, one of the last songs they bring on, some of those guys, and they all sing it together, you know, for for a jam at the end. Mm. You know, Dave Matthews bring on Mark from Oya, Mark Roberge, and, you know, the guys from Mad Caddies, and, you know, and, and, and get Bob Marley out of the grave and, and everything else. Just It just seems like it would be a reggae jam rather than a country jam kind of situation for me. Hmm. But cool. All How right. about you? Anybody? Can you see anybody else doing it? Maybe Dave? Yeah, maybe yeah. Dave. I think it would yeah. really just need to fit in with that island country feel. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. That's what I think. But but I liked it. I liked it. Just yeah. one of the, a pleasant, another pleasant song. Kind of like that Kaz Healy that I did a few episodes yeah, ago, about a year it ago. It definitely has just, that feel, that kind of sun, sunshiny summer, yep. no worries yep. kind of Which feel we need right now. Yep. Let's let's turn let's turn the page and, and look positive down the road here. So yeah, good thing I didn't do like a heavy yeah. song tonight. That would have been. <laughs> no, we'll keep it positive. So yeah, yeah, that's it. That was good, fun one, fun one. And again, I was toggled back and forth between the two. Between, I mean, and it, we even did I think during this 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 recording of. Oh, I like the remix. No, I like the original. No, I like the remix a little bit. You know, it's just it kind of it, they're very different. I mean, I'm I'm leaning more towards a remix, maybe because it's the original one I heard, and the other one sounds a little bland. The but the original has some some elements to it that I think are missing in the remix that I'd like to see there too. So I kind of go that back is and interesting, forth on isn't that, it? So. If it like you know whichever one you hear first tends to be the one that you like. Sure. Yeah. Of course. That's interesting. Of course. The familiarity with it too. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was like in middle school and we went to see the second Matrix movie with my friend Cole. I remember this so specifically because he, once he had finally seen all of them, he said that the second one was his favorite of the like trilogy or whatever. And I was like, you're crazy because the first <laughs> one's amazing. But he had, that, that was the first one that he saw was the second one. So I was, that, that kind of is yeah. what, what I think of in that situation. It's like, yeah, yeah I guess whichever yeah. you see first, you know, you kind of have a certain attachment to that. Same with, same with music. So. Frame. Your frame of reference, right? Right. Which is why right. sometimes you'll hear a cover song that you love, and then you hear the original, and you're like, "Meh." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You right. Know? Good point. Good point. Yeah. So, cool. So, remember, if you have some cool stories about songs that you love, or you want to, you want to kind of talk about, make sure you email us. Not listening pod at gmail dot com. You can reach out to us directly there you can also find us on social media we are at ynl podcast on instagram and twitter and you can find us on facebook by just searching for the name of the show remember to check out the t public store buy some merch and check out our patreon page uh, if you want to support us and you feel like this show is worth throwing a couple bucks a month at lastly nice. rate review subscribe wherever you are and make sure you check out all the other music podcasts on pantheon podcast that is pantheonpodcast.com check them out it's pretty awesome we're very happy to be part of that group stay hydrated wear a mask don't be a dick that's all i got thank you so much for listening be safe everybody
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.